in the, exactly. If you're in the case of uh, your boss being a female and you as the male, and you do have the fling of like say three or four months like we were talking about, and she does end up with somebody and you professionally gave her the dick while you were with her for three months and then after you gave her her space in her relationship and you continued to yeah. do your job very well. Promotions would be in your way. Yeah. And you better believe the minute if that relationship ever did not work, she would have had the hots for you so much. Because yeah. you professionally handled your business, did not say anything that could compromise her position, yourself, and exactly. always. So remember I was saying, like, the best way to handle it, because you, you get the best sex and the best long-term and short-term relationship by pretending she was just your normal type of boss, almost a disdainful type of boss. Like, she'd probably come in dressed all sexy, right? Probably sexy ass. I mean, as sexy as a boss can dress. Whatever the fuck they're doing. I mean, as cordial as she can be while still looking good. Did I say fancy? That's just disgusting. It could be. I don't know. It could work. I actually, I I should never talk because people surprise me all the time. They make fucking shoelace look good now. Some people could explain things and make them look good no matter how bad they are. Sometimes that definitely happens. Dude, I mean, the right girl could make anything look good. Oh, yeah. It's 100%. That's kind of why it's unrealistic that women always try to buy what's exactly in a magazine cover because they don't realize, or some of them maybe realize, but have unrealistic expectations by the time they get it in their possession that they're going to look as good as this person does in it when there would be tons of other more suitable lingerie or dresses or professional wear, whatever we're looking for here, yeah. that they could dress and be much more sleek and presentable with their own body types. I think yeah. women, due to the internet and the way shamming has obviously become very popular the last 15, 20 years in a new like kind of cosmic way that is kind of acceptable if the context is right, I do think that uh, women, in a sense do overlook their own body type. That would be a flaw that many women have. Some body men, dysmorphia type of thing. More or less. Like, they think that they look at what they're idealizing or visualizing in front yeah. of them, but they don't look like that. I think it's common. And I think it's not just them. I think it's dudes, too. And maybe that's one reason why obesity is rampant here. Like, there's so much luxury, and it's so easy to gain weight. Like, dude, when I gained weight after the surgery, I didn't realize I'd gained that much weight. I don't have a scale. So, it took me a while, like, people had to comment how fat I was for me to be like, holy fuck, I, I guess I got fat. Well, yeah, because if you're living a fairly relaxed lifestyle... Depressed, not, depressed. Well, not after surgery, yes. Not relaxed. In a, in a general state... <laughs> oh, and state, I was on just mad drugs. But even in a general state, someone could not notice for 10 or 15 pounds if, you know, they're a male and you're 6 foot tall. like 70, dog. Well, yeah, but... It's probably it, like 70, I estimate. You think you gained 70 before you noticed mm-hmm. it was like that, or did you notice it was I like I lost some weight just by being active, right? Just by being able to move around again, like probably like 20 pounds immediately. And I was still fat, and I finally jumped on a scale, and I was like 250. Heaviest I've ever been. I was like, holy shit, I know I lost weight. Because you were obviously on a scale and were heavier before you'd gotten oh, on a scale 250? Yeah, I could estimate that I lost at least 25 pounds. 20 pounds. Yeah. It was you like know, that. Was it like, I was like one of those scenarios you like looked on the mirror and were like, holy fuck, one of those? Like, as far as like, or was it more like people had Someone ran into me and I sort of had like, can't, like, this fool is just a piece of shit. Yeah, so fuck that guy. So I ran into him and I was like, oh shit, you're a pizza delivery dude now? Sort of just like low key, you know, killing him. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, yeah, man. And he's like, man, you put on quite a bit of weight. And I was like, oh shit. And the dude that I was with had just like we had just met, you know. So it was like he didn't know or anything. But I was like, oh fuck. I like walked out and I looked into his like. I never look at fucking mirrors before, uh, not dog. usually. I wouldn't even shave normally. I was just, like, out in the fucking street doing whatever, you know? So I was just, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't give a fuck about anything, so yeah. I just looked in the mirror, uh-huh. and I was like, shit, I guess I'm 
the fattest piece of shit around, you know? I don't know how I got that big, dude. It was crazy. It was mostly depression and just not giving a fuck. All I did was Was smoke weed and take... Was your diet bad or was it... mm. I was trying to eat so much protein. So it wasn't that bad. It was just high in protein and I wasn't able to move. Oh, yeah. Because I wasn't... So turning into fat after you didn't exercise. Yeah, it was just like... I couldn't even... I was just like putting on the weight, you know? Like, even now, like... This is the skinniest I've been for a while, and I'm just, like, continuing to lose weight. I'm sure you weight. feel good about I it. I feel great, but I'm doing it right. But the thing is, I need to jump on a scale, because I bet you now I might be 210 or 215, which was helps. before the fattest I'd ever been. <laughs> you know? But I am a little bit taller now, so... Yeah, which for a male at six feet that's continually doing his thing... 210, 215 on the declining weight isn't a bad place to be. Nah, you can I'm probably be trying on, to get to like 190 or 195. Yeah, it's more or less, obviously, it's nice if we were like, you know, you know really rocked up. But since we're just going to try to be try to be muscularly lean or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be nice before we get into our, uh, you know, later years if you had like the weight is comfortably oh, controlled. Because right now you're in a really good position. It's my, to be yeah, like, it's my last year, 20s. That's why I'm not even like playing basketball that much. Allergies a little bit, but I'm like, nah, I just want to keep working on my body and reduce the injury issue. And then if I get injured, realize now what to do. Like, just eat properly and ask some doctors and professionals their advice rather than trying to do everything by myself like an asshole and just going without thinking about it and just smoking like 20 blunts a day to the dome and just in a fucking studio apartment just caking out inches of blunt dust on the fucking ground and shit. You know, that only helps Couldn't probably. Even, that's crazy, dude. I mean, I'm sure your lungs feel a lot better now that you're not smoking blunts anymore. Oh my god. Way better. Way better. I so, you know, dabs and shit. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say and, uh, I just heard from a guy from the, one of the Deftones was just saying that after he was smoking just blunts and cigarettes for years, that the dabs, like, helped control the cough that came with, like, the well, I'm chronic sure. cough, because he, like, quit all that shit and would just dab and was, like... Well, so yeah, dabbing, dabbing just makes it easier to fucking get off of that. Honestly, it was Roz. The dude should have probably just got into that, but he's probably stubborn like I used to be. Because I was convinced that... Joints couldn't get you as high. He kind of got he got into Debs in like 2010. The guy from the Towns was saying. Deftones. Yeah, man. his name is Stephen Carpenter from the Deftones. I believe. Deftones made some good music. Yeah, he's from. He's a guitarist. He's been a cannabis activist for 20 years. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. He's a good. Uh, inter- there's a good interview with him on Be Real Smoke Box and. Uh, nice, nice. With that, I was saying that uh, obviously it's not maybe for everybody, but. The ability to step away from like blunts and just mass use of like rolled um, tobacco. tobacco, even maybe a lot of joints. Because people sometimes mix that in, especially yeah, in Europe. He did a lot of splits. splits. That's what he did. Is yeah. the, unfortunately, he was smoking a lot of splits. splits. Cause he picked it up in Europe or what? I uh, think basically what he did is because he smoked a lot of cigarettes, he said he used to do the spliff joints so he didn't get people trying to comp and hit his joints they wouldn't smell it as mm. easy because he was like obviously we were smoking decent stuff so right. basically you'd end up getting like these joint groupies as meant they'd right. smoke or smell it they'd be there in five seconds you'd be like get the hell away right, right. but uh, he was saying since he was dabbing I guess about five six years ago now at this point that uh, he kind of was able to reduce his cough and it eventually went away because nice. he wasn't chronically smoking as much spliffs, to, or no spliffs, right. just to dab in, very little flour. Nice. I do believe he said he still did smoke cigarettes to this day still, uh-huh. and the cough had went away, but just the use of just cutting back the tobacco, right. a large scale did prevent him from continuing to have a chronic cough. So I did believe that that was cool, that dabs could give somebody the relief that they need that quickly. Tough. and help a chronic cough because I there's so much medicine in this plan and yo this is what helped me not be crazy the number one thing that started changing my mind when I was just like it like just showed how fucking stupid I was I didn't I didn't realize I thought I was such a nice guy 
that I'm just like fighting and just doing all this crazy shit. But like in my mind, especially with the way I interpreted Hinduism, it was all good, you know. You know what? Shit is, I don't know, you know? Smoke it a little bit, it fucking does open your mind a little bit. Definitely fucking Definitely. takes away. Were you pain. still considering or still practicing Hinduism at any capacity when you started smoking weed? I mean, you just practice it by belief. My beliefs about if God exists or whatever, I think that the question's unimportant, so I don't really worry about yeah. it. I'm leaning logically, it makes sense that it's not. That there is no God, right? There's no there's no confirmation that there is. Of course, that's always the, but, that's one of the biggest general questions, I think, anyone that in the entire world that didn't grow up under a rock. 100%, right? But oddly enough, I find myself praying. And so if I'm being 100%, and, like, I pray in, like, duress and it just makes me feel better. Oh, yeah. So whatever that is, I know that it's just, like, probably setting off a hormone or just, like, decreasing be. some shit. But the fact that I revert to that, I'm not going to just be, like, Obviously, maybe there's like maybe I'm like one percent religious. Maybe I'm like fifty percent uh, religious. I don't know, but the, but the religious question is not important. No. Not nowadays. No, no. It's no. more like, listen, listen. There's so many people out there with problems. God doesn't need to come and help you with yours. There's someone with way worse problem than yours. So don't. There's no need to ever fucking pray. I even know that. I still pray. It's, it just I just makes me feel better. You what know? it does though is even myself. I would probably say. I am probably agnostic but closer to atheist type views, yeah. but I do have agnostic views as far as like moral beliefs and religious tolerance. Cause right. One of the things I don't like about atheism is their religious intolerance. Obviously, there is a few out there, but for the most yeah, part, some of them it's, very, like it's a very nagging culture. And like you said, even though... I, as an adult, and probably since I've been 13 or 14 years old, chosen to not be Lutheran or Christian-based, I still was exposed to every or decent amount of religion, mm-hmm. and even myself. I have friends that are devoutly Christian and lead a very just life, and I do appreciate that there are many people like that in society, no matter what denomination of religion they are from. It is a... Good thing to see, and I'll be honest, I have, in many occasions, after I've chosen that I will not pray on a daily basis, been at people's yeah, home, be, to, I've been at people's homes, obviously everyone's prayed at people's homes over dinner, that's the obvious yeah. one, but I've been at legitimate people's, like, baseball teams, and then you have, like, a whole Mormon team, and they pray in, like, a way I've never seen, and it's kind of cool to see, because... Yeah. Well, I don't have to practice that. I was at least exposed to a way of life that yeah. does promote religious tolerism. And if anybody wants to use their religious as an extreme route to commit a crime or shove their beliefs down other people, whether they're religious or not, we obviously don't like that kind of religion. And that's where I would draw the line. Like, no one likes, you know, the obvious religious extremisms we all know the stereotypes about there's no need to go into complete overture about that but when it comes to just baseline religion from even Judaism Muslim Hinduism all the basic Christian and and then the Mormon religions and those are the more common ones you see in most societies but at least in American society that I have a more fundamental uh, experience with I can say that None of those religions impact my life in a negative way yeah. because they just want to live their life and just be their own yeah. little enclave of people and work and assimilate into society. Except warring Muslims, I guess. Yeah, well, there's... Well, obviously... fundamentalists, the, but they're not a good representation the, but of the Muslims. That, that's the extreme the nature yeah. that we kind of vow that it's not something that isn't good. I... I would say I'm gonna would be very outspoken about any religious extreme situation. Yesterday, and I'm, it might have even been on on record, which would be sort of cool. But I had to clarify with my homie that like dudes, um, dudes who wear turbans are Sikh. They're not Muslim. I was like, the thing that those other dudes wear is called something else, like a I don't remember what the fuck it's called, like hajib or some shit. I don't remember. So, 
I don't know. It's interesting that people still are confused on about the issue, but but you know, a lot of people don't read into shit even. So. You know, it's kind of easy, and the thing is, is it is really a far-fetched reason. Is it still recording? Oh yeah. I mean, it is a <laughs> far-reaching reason that we have so many people that are at the point of extreme oversight on what's really going on because of all the avenues that are there for information. I get it. Maybe some of these people were so brainwashed and while the internet is only a generation or two thing, depending on where you fall in the millennial and scale of all those things, maybe you've had children that are using the internet now. But I would say there's still a large portion of society in an election year, we obviously see this at a heightened rate. The amount of extreme oversight is tremendous. You see people believing memes they see on the internet that are complete fabrications. It's crazy because it takes you, a, a, a you have Fox, you tell them stupid shit. You have, people want instant gratification, and that's man. what it is. is because if they they, they want, they don't always want to be informed. And they'll, yeah, exactly. And they'll believe it without even checking, double checking, and that's how these hoaxes and shit they get like pretty big a lot of times I'll just check on something I'll be like this is sort of questionable and I'll look it up and it'll be a hoax I'll google it and it'll be like oh one of the one of the most widely used hoaxes google thank you thank you for putting whoever put that up and got that ranked up that SEO in sweet I use that shit all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> you know did, what I'm saying did you see the new uh, Tesla building going up right over at River University Nevada. Oh, out here? Yeah, we're getting our own in Tempe because I do believe the cars are going to be pushed out in the next two years. Like, beyond, like, Scottsdale and Chandler, there's not a whole lot of service Yeah, we should just go pick them up right from the bay there. Right. So, basically... They probably allow it. Well, there's infrastructure for it, but uh, since that's always a nice... Hot Yo! That's, that's the, the spot where my homie, where Dave used to work at, I think. The Aaron's right there at River Is this that run right on the corner? That big-ass plant? It's, it's you know where River University is just was. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's uh where that old ends used to be for all those years on the south side of oh, the street. Oh, it's that. And they're basically blown out the constr or the, the whole uh, backside parking lot where there's going to be a whole bunch of filling stations and the front they're going to have more of like a storefront like where they'll obviously probably like be able to buy models and they'll deliver them to that site. So it's going to be a nice deal. And just would you get one? I would. I would, at this point, look into it in the next two years only because the amount of service stations along the route... They're going to be everywhere. They're going to be everywhere. And the reason why I felt it was kind of cool to talk about is for anybody that's not familiar with what we're talking about, this will be in Tempe, Arizona, which is a fairly decent suburb of Phoenix, but it's nowhere... ASU, baby. But But there's by no means a gigantic reason to say we're like San Francisco or no. other places where there were going to be the pinnacle but of these vehicles. Land is but, cheap, though. But, but yes, it, land is cheap, but it just speaks on the amount of ground that they plan on covering in the very They have a shit ton of them in Chicago, Oh, yeah, Texas has theirs. But based on this is, I would say, in the next five years, I would bet every state has multiple... Metro areas of their state that has a refilling station for any Tesla model. They'll have different places where you can order the Tesla model, and you know. And the Tesla's going to be cheap. It will I be. I think the Tesla three, the one that just came out, was well, so pretty fucking cheap. Twenty-eight, thirty grand yeah, or something like that. Thirty grand. So but still, for what we're talking about, this is a good car. I do think that. Uh, I think it's zero to sixty and still five yeah, seconds. Yeah, the first couple runs, I do believe a lot of these cars will be cash order only. But um, I would imagine in a handful of years after some of these cars do make it to the market, that they will be middle class affordable. But it does seem that the. Uh, initial Tesla models will be for a discerning young professional or maybe a upper middle class family right away but it does fall into a middle class price range depending on your uh, other expenditures I guess in your family. Man, it's sort of crazy. Like it'll tell you when to go fill. 
Mm-hmm. It does. The technology would be like, oh, you should stop at this next station, you big bitch. You could probably set it to curse mode. Oh, you could probably set it to say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Go refill it. That's what. That's what like But, uh... Dude, yeah. Tessa's... Man, it's crazy what's going on out here. It's definitely a company that I, uh... I'm looking forward to see the development. Should because we buy stock? You know, I feel it's one of those companies... It's sort of, it's sort of level for the last 12 yeah, months. Yeah, I was going to say, it's level and it's going to be one of those... Up and down ones that, you know, if you're really interested in Tesla and you just find... If you just believe in them. And I do believe in them. Which is a good thing for some stocks. Obviously, they're not a stock I would go heavily invest in. But if you wanted to go get enough shares to feel connected to what they're doing and everything... Maybe I'll buy 10 or something. I don't know, but that's sort of a lot. 10 is like 2 Gs now. Is, there, is it up to 200 bucks now, sure? I think it's something, yeah. Is it? Yeah, last time I had checked Maybe it. Maybe I'll just slowly buy it to 10 and just hold on yeah, to it. Yeah, because 10 shares is about right, because, I mean, like you said, in a company like that, you're not trying to oh, heavily I mean, invest yeah. in, but it's they a nice... control anything, but I just sort of believe that they will sort of kill it. And that's the thing, they're going to kill it, and by owning 10 shares, you're privy that... to information that's going to be sent, you will probably be exposed slightly. Obviously, you're not getting top secret shit with 10 shares, but there's a tremendous... Give me top secret shit, dog. Right. 10 shares, man. 2 Gs. For my net worth, that's, that's sort of hefty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most you billionaires know, if, are not putting if in If I could get that the, uh, the top secret, I'd want to know exactly when they plan on having... The train done from San Francisco to LA done. Yeah. 100%. But know. I don't think that's related to that company. No. It's a different company. But he, I thought he was helping spearhead some of the Hyper 2 development or something. Oh, maybe he is. I don't know. You're probably more in on that than I me. Thought, I haven't heard that. But I would have to do some research, but I did feel like Elon Musk had something to do with the California Hyper 2 railway that they. Say with what an hour and forty five minutes or something like that from LA to San Francisco, hmm. or was it? I think it was closer to an hour. I think at one point I saw it was supposed to be a a seven hundred mile an hour train over five hundred mile an hour distance. I was gonna be like, oh, no. It's like yeah, less than an hour. It was. It could be between like forty five to an hour. They can make them even faster, but they're just trying to test that. Yeah, that's the thing. But realistically, I saw that. They plan that it could be anywhere from like 45, 50 minutes to up to an hour and 15 minutes, but that would revolutionize how people traveled. I mean, obviously, as a uh, consumer of like not wasting my time, I would be one of the first people to let the first wave of people get on the hyper train. Once they didn't die, I'd be all for it. I'd be using it for They're life. not going to die, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I mean. And obviously, I know. I don't, I don't think so. I hope not. But I hope there's like some like really famous people do like some inaugural runs or like, you know, they. Clooney. Yeah, like Clooney do it. Him Clooney and, would be there. You know, I could see a whole bunch of walks of. Uh, Maybe life Clooney won't it. be there. I mean, you gotta feel like you could start traveling. To tons of destinations, and start. Allowing people to move out of the really densely populated. Have we network. talked about this before? I've had in, conversations in, with my homies in brief amounts, but I don't know if we've covered in the in Asia and Russia and other places. They're making ones where they'll move it like much faster, like I've seen that eighteen hundred or like two thousand miles. China an hour. or Japan already have trains go like four hundred, five hundred miles. Yeah, but they're gonna make ship. these these things. They they don't use any power. They recharge on their own. So, and they just get you there so fucking fast. So if we had shit like that, you can get to New York in an hour from here, or from L.A. You can get to Washington in, like, 20 minutes. You can get to Miami in, like, an hour. Miami, New York, maybe, like, yeah. I feel 25 like that, to 40 minutes. Being that we Imagine are, that shit, dog. My being bad. that we are in our uh, late 20s, I feel like in our lifetime it is very feasible that mass travel will change due to speed. 100%. I'm That's eight, just way faster than planes. Yeah. 
Aviation wise, yeah, there'll be some improvements over the next 50 years, I believe. They're bringing back supersonic flights, do you see but, that? I did see that. I hope so. Did but, they really do it? But at the same token, I believe that intercontinental travel is going to be the next big thing. Like you were saying, like uh, the Trans-Siberian Railroad that revolutionized Russia's travel across their country if they hypertube something like that they could travel across their nine or ten time zones effectively instead of a ten day trip or a twelve day trip whatever that right. ends up being they could do it if like they could one do day. it one day or two days depending on the stops no it'd be like one day yeah it would be on travel it would be a day but depending on the train two thousand miles of yeah, if that's if Jesus we're Christ, if we're though. getting if they're gonna be that fast, yeah, I, would, I didn't actually know the. Uh, it might be less than that. I mean, even at, you a know, day is a lot. Actually, it might be like six hours, seven hours. Yeah. Holy fuck! Are you serious? Is this how big? What the fuck? How much? How big is it? What Russia? Yeah. But in time zones, there's nine or ten across. But how many miles? The U.S. is about 3,000 miles, right? I honestly think it's like a 10,000-mile journey. Five hours. Because they... But Five hours, dog. If it was at 2,000, it always... It would depend oh, on the... A little bit over... Yeah, but if it's going 1,800, 1,500, okay, it's six hours. It's not Russian a day. topography is slightly different than ours, so... Yeah, but just... Cause a slightly, just imagine that, you know, they, they yeah. make it just go straight somehow, yeah. and they crack the rock. I mean, because they're... But it would be... Uh, I think they sort of have to make them straight. They, they're gonna, they might make them underground. There would be that. But they're putting money in to do it already. But the the crazy part is the Russian Empire being down in the light of a stock is like damn near by the China Sea. And that's damn near, you know, right now China's telling everybody to back up away from the South China Sea. They're broke United as fuck. They're probably so, doing some illegal yeah, shit. Yeah, so, you know, there's that. And then you obviously gotta go damn near all the way across to where Moscow and St. Petersburg, and that's damn near on the European step. Yeah. So the fact that you get a expanding nation that far, I would think that in our lifetime we see the intercontinental kind of travel that we envision in our own country. But could you imagine if we could somehow get from... I don't know, Arizona area of the border all the way through Mexico at a high rate of speed, but their topography is very hilly, and I'm not sure, I'm trying to check a train at that rate of speed through Mexico, but, you know, that's our time now, I mean, Mexico is a very beautiful I mean, place. they just might shoot it off the edge of California through the water. Yeah, see, that would There's be... There's a, a lot of options. That, that would be a trip at. I would like to do if anybody and their mom has not heard of Ensenada on a destination and... Baja, California, check go. it out. It's fucking sweet. I've been to Rosarito. How close is that? You said it was pretty close. I mean, I bl- Ensenada is in the middle of Baja, California. Yeah, I think I think it's like 30 or 40 miles. Yeah. yeah. So it's, That's cool, though. Yep. Yeah. It's really... It's your favorite spot in Mexico? I mean, as far as, like, a chill place to go, I mean, it's a very... What's so chill about it? What's it, your favorite part about it? I would say the overall, like, lifestyle of the place. The locals have a very rich tradition. There's breweries. There's vineyards. Legitimate breweries? Yes. Oh, vineyards and shit. There's vineyards. There's it's breweries. It's sort of, like, high class. Like, it's, it's a legit... I mean, coming from Arizona... Higher class than Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it is a nice place to go. It is a... It's not a coastal city. It, right. But it's very close. I think it's an hour to... Can we fly there? I do know you could take some private planes, but I'm not sure. How long is the drive from here? I mean, I believe... 12 hours? You basically gotta go... Yeah, S- you not, gotta go to SD and through that whole yeah, time. Yeah, you do. You past you Tijuana, go past through, all that. I would imagine through Tijuana would be your best land destination. Fuck. I'm, you could probably. I go, wouldn't want to fly you, out there. You could probably go through the back way and go through Yuma because you can get into Mexicali through that way. Oh really? So you might not have to go all the way to SD. SD. But that'd probably be your best bet. Is you'd probably take the Yuma way, go through Mexicali. Mexicali is by California. Yeah, right. but basically, it, uh, 
levels off. You know how you really ride on the 8 in Mexicali, it goes this way as you're getting in. You'd probably be from Yuma the best way to go. That's actually probably the quickest way. Because you wouldn't go to the coast. You'd literally yeah, go through you the just central. Through. So that'd be your best bet. And then I would imagine Ensenada to San Diego is probably a four-hour drive about. Okay. Well, I mean, but through Yuma to Ensenada that way is probably like five or six hours, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could maybe do that in six or seven hours. Maybe From Yuma? Yeah, maybe do that fact. You know what? I should, you know, that'd be dope to go out there, dude. Well, I'm talking about it. Really, your fam? What's up? Your fam is? No, my my fam has never been there. What the fuck? How do you know about this spot? Oh, dude, it's freaking a pretty nice spot. (coughs) I've been there once. Was it spring breaking or what? No, I went out there when I was like 23 with a uh, group of friends from college. It was a... uh, great place to visit because we were gonna go to uh, all the places you know, down in Baja, California. There's nice. three major cities, I believe, but let me see. That's dope. I need to add that to my list then. It's not yeah. a... I always hit a, like, Rocky Point. But Dopanyasco. I should have gone to my homie's wedding last you know year, but I didn't have the we cash to really do it. seven hours, but you know what? Instead of uh, going through Yuma, like we were saying, it does have us going all the way to uh, through Tijuana and then to uh, into Ensenada, because it is a little closer to the... Uh, so you do, you do go through Tijuana. Yep, but I guess there is flights you can get from Phoenix... To Ensenada? Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if And it, back? Let's check, I got you. That'd be crazy, Southwest? Something, man, let's check. That says 137 bucks. What? Are oh. you fucking kidding me, dog? Basically, though, you fly just to San Diego. It's one way, but... I guess you just fly to San Diego and drive, I guess. What? Or, I can pick either one. I'm gonna pick the airport. Yeah, I'm leaving from Phoenix or San Diego. Nah, if you're gonna go through the fucking airport, you might as well fly all the way in. Yeah, I guess you Drive can, another fucking six can, hours after all that I guess nonsense. Phoenix and San Diego offers flights. Yeah, but where, what about Phoenix to Ensenada? How much does that cost? It says it starts at 137 and No, that's cheap as shit. Yeah, so you can go down there. Just get down and there, it's, fly out. And it's not... And while there is always a hint of a... Uh, criminal elements. It's a really <laughs> off-beaten path. It's not like Tijuana or... Yeah. Well, no, it's not... This is a 1995 Ariana Felix, you know, organization Tijuana where it's as violent. Right. But... They are killing it out there back Let's then. be honest, it's still not as n- nice of a city with Ensenada being an hour away from Tijuana, maybe. I think it's maybe two hours. Oh, I'm sure there's cartel out there. Oh, of course. There's going to be cartel. cartel everywhere. There's cartel everywhere. That, I ran into uh, cartel in uh, Rocky Point. We were at this uh, bar, sat down, all right? And then it's me, my homie, his mom, this girl that he was sort of smashed at the time, and this these fucking big-ass dudes, one of them with a dog collar comes in, and they're escorting this dude who's, like, in a wheelchair when the mechanical wheelchairs can't talk. Like, sort of, like, on, like, some weird shit can spin around. It's, like, extremely expensive wheelchair. Yeah. Several thousands of dollars out here in Mexico. It can do all sorts of shit. Because I used to sell medical equipment, so I know. And, um, dude, like, we gave our table to them because it, e- it was easier for them to get it. They wouldn't have to go down some steps. They were so nice to us and shit afterwards. But the chicks didn't understand... What was going on? That you were with? That didn't we understand. were with. When they came with us, they didn't understand who they were. When me and my homie, we, we were like, oh, these fools are a cartel, you know? Because um, they were like, I think one of them was obviously strapped. If you, not all you, of them. And, you respect people that, you know, walk into places that Well, I mean, the dude was in a wheelchair. We wouldn't have given up a spot, but the dude was in a wheelchair, and they would have to go down yeah. shit. He wouldn't have required your spot. Yeah, it, it could have been anybody. We would have given up our fucking yeah, spot. But you realize in the process... But they were really nice. They could speak English. Rare. 
for locals, right? Was it pretty good English? Pretty good English. And, um, so we obviously knew. We said, we just let them chill, we are just drinking and shit, and they just, like, cheers us a couple times, no big deal. But the chick is, like, making fun of the big-ass dude, really the bodyguard dude, probably the lowest-ranking dude, who's wearing a dog collar, making fun of his dog collar. And we're like, shut the fuck up. We'll tell you later. Just shut up. And she still she still keeps going in on him and shit. But they're not really in it. And this dude's like spinning around, checking girls out. I actually see a couple chicks that were in my high school down in there, but I was too afraid to say what's up. Yeah, down in Rocket Point. I'll never be afraid now. Now that I have the show, it just emboldened me to just do the dumbest shit. Not the dumbest shit, but just like if I see a chick and I don't want to talk to her. I'll just go talk to her. Like, like who I'm trying to avoid from a past experience. I'll just be like, fuck it, yeah, let's go say what's up. Depending on the situation. Let's see, if, let's see if she slaps me in the face or runs away or calls me a piece of shit. Or acts nice. That depends. They always act nice in the face, you but then they never talk to you. Well, you don't... You don't, <laughs> don't, don't want to be able to look in myself for confrontation, but... Oh, no, 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 I would no, say not at all, not if at it was... I'm not le- a confrontation. If it was but. left on a decent term, there are some people that I like from high school really don't care to speak to, but then again, you know, I've ran into f- people, you know, from high school in different various situations, and you know what, you realize you talk to them, yeah. a lot of people that are at points in their life where that is a little bit different than in high school. Oh yeah, 100%. But then again, you know, I've definitely ran into some people that They I'm usually like, have kids and they're married. Yeah, that, that maybe was their way of, uh... Dude, how old are you? I'm 26. When you turn 27, a at year. The, at the end of August. So I guess in four and a half months, I guess. The end of August. August, hold on. It's not 31st, is it? It is, yeah. Alright, nice. August 31st, it is. Alright, good, good, good. Cool, man. Cute. 27. Pretty big year. Yep, that's definitely like some uh, stuff I definitely want to continue to accomplish, but... You know, like we were saying, there's a, a steadiness to yourself you must carry, but you must remain ambitious at the same time. 100%. You gotta ache Level. to get more, but not ache so hard that it's miserable. Yeah. But just miserable enough to put some fucking kick in your ass. And there is that. And now, I definitely agree that if you have a specific talent, or trade that you are doing, like most people do, turn a living these days. You must be very committed and dedicated to improvement. Yeah. But at the same token, unless you're just striving for the best, you must harness that energy to only try to be the best. 100%. Not not ruin. You try to make that rhyme right there. No. It sounded uh, like your Muhammad Ali about to just go off for right? a second. Man, Muhammad Ali had way bigger issues to talk about between the civil rights and his... Uh, and then, you know, he converted... Not going to the drafts, converted... Yeah, you know, he had a different set of views than I personally have. I mean, we, we, we do need these revolutionary-type thinkers that need to be outspoken in, like, a, a loud way publicly. But the great thing is, is while most people don't have the platform and the position of Muhammad Ali... There can be the same effect you have in Muhammad Ali way if you stand up for things you believe in personally and you do actually try not to be vindictive in your life. Obviously, everyone has their own range of emotions that yeah. you can check and balance here or there, but that's who you are. Yeah. And you should embrace yourself for who you are, but at the same token, try it if there's any, like evil brewing to try to level it to some other way of dissatisfaction because you don't need it consuming you to that degree now don't get me wrong there's a few cardinal things in life that I obviously dis uh, I could say maybe disprove to that theory if somebody murdered somebody in your family you can hate them all you want there is like you know cancer or something we should all hate like that you know, there's obviously a few things that deserve, like, an yeah. evil amount of hate to counter the evil that they yeah, are. Like, like rape. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's another one, rape, you know. There are societal evils that we must have that sort of hate and disdain for, but yeah. as far as, like, to individual people that really 
either if you're jealous or even if they took an ex of yours, the hate should not be so real that your life is willing to take a step back because of it. 100%. Because, you know what? 100. I mean, because we've all had unfortunate situations in our own social and personal lives, friends and family lives that are challenging it's just to a keep test. that. But, it's and at all the, just part of and life. At the, and at the same token, everyone can internalize their own mistakes with themselves or maybe the people that know about the mistake as is, but when moving forward after those, like, flare-ups of maybe making a mistake or a reaction to a test that you were given in your life, to not harbor such resentment for it that it ruins yourself going your forward. Life. People do that a lot, <coughs> dwell on the past too much. They need to just improve and keep moving forward. Because failure is part of that. The big a one lot. is is people need to stop being so impulsive with these rash decisions that are going to result in one moment your life's different for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I'm not even necessarily talking about only murder or you know beating up your wife or you know a stabbing or something of that nature. It can literally be words you say. It could be you stealing something. It could be. Something that will peg you as probably your fate. Because unfortunately there's like things you can do to mend a fence. But man, it seems like with the younger generation and maybe just the instant gratification, it seems a lot of people need to reach and get right away. It is causing some of those cardinal rules to be broken. 100%. I mean, and that could be, uh, like we said, not even just the major ones. It could be petty theft at 19, and guess what you stole from your uh, roommate from college, but guess what he turns into be a millionaire, dude, and could have given you a great job right. and played your field right. It's not necessarily something that can result in jail time. It's these little minor networking things and just connecting the dots yeah, in your life. I feel like I, cut, I used to cut off people too fast. And, and that, there's and really exactly, no point of doing that. that. That's a point for very, a much bigger even from the opposite spectrum. That's a good point to make because if you're even in the successful part of the spectrum, to not let go certain people that are maybe on like that edge. Unless they're really fucked up, I didn't yeah. really go that. Some of them did. That's fucking fine. You know, Those partnerships could work. But then like, you know, other people like you know they just weren't as crazy as I was. But you know, you live and you fucking learn because. Oh, Dude, I'm fucking young still. Like, a yeah, businessman's fucking life can be really dice. If, if, you know, you're living as long as you do, you probably have six decades to live. At least, dude. Hopefully more. Yeah. Hopefully I, with the fucking health shit that yeah, comes, it's like, I'm more hoping, like we have another 15 decades or such, so that'd be crazy. 15 would be on the extreme end of it, but possible. No, know? well, I mean, just think about this. If I they think say that one diabetes drug that they already have, and they start giving it to people, and people start averaging living like 125 years that they say that they will. You don't think that with another, uh, on average, another 80 more guaranteed years from now, that maybe 90 more guaranteed years, that they wouldn't find some more shit that might make it happen longer? Stem cell your whole body up? That's possible. In our lifetime, I kind of agree with the one... We have potential to. We, we might be the last people to die. Yeah. We could be the last generation that dies. We could. Be, everyone could die after that. Who the fuck knows? I mean, I think, like, about 120 is our, like, what is possible. I mean, obviously there are still some people that are 116, 117 and have lived to be 120, but I'm talking... A legit, like a legit portion of the population. Yeah, like seventy percent, eighty percent of the population. Of that doesn't reach other mortality reasons. Like the the oldest person in the world is more like one seventy or some shit. Yeah, and you're like whoa. I'm willing to be one ten, one fifteen, one twenty by like no problem. Yeah, like the new eighty should be like one ten or something like that. Is what I yeah, would and the new extreme age like could be like one fifty, one sixty, one plus, yeah. whatever. Because maybe it's just like so yeah. healthy that the range is like even more of an outlier. Yeah, and I would think as adaption went into that because. There would be a slow adaption of organ strength that I think that if you did live a healthy lifestyle that there could be those people that extremely do live to be 
140 and 150 because the only way they're going to die is like in their sleep peacefully. Like yeah. A, I wouldn't say peacefully, but you know, they <clears throat> fall asleep with natural causes well into their 120s and 30s. What time is it now? It is 2.22 on the dot. Yeah, I don't know why I'm hungry. I'm so hungry. Yeah, I'm getting all hungry myself. I'm not sure what I want to. Man, I'm going from all that deep conversation to my stomach ground. I was like, wait, what? Which is good, It's though. so crazy how that shit could block it. That's just body mechanics. Is. Like a boner would definitely stop a smart conversation in a oh, second. Oh man, I'd be like, what? A hot bitch would be like, oh shit. Man, that's gotta be one of the biggest proofs of uh, what's going on. Is If you're talking and a hot chick walks by, chicks will stop and look, dudes will stop and look, dudes with their families, Everybody. single dudes, everyone stops and looks at a hot chick because they're just looking fine. Fine. I try not to stop and look, but I at least check them out while they're in front of me. You know, that's... they're super fine, I'm like, fuck it. I'll turn around in front of people. You know, I think as at a razor, you do get good at the less than, like, three second, Probably 1.5 as long as you really get. But I would say mine's about 1.5, walk, look, and go. Just because you can't say shit if I look at you for 1.5 seconds. I was on my move and I couldn't, you know, my peripheral vision had to be there. 100%. But there are those chicks... Even at my age, even now, I've slept with more than enough women to not be surprised by most women. There are those women that are upper nines and damn near tens that will have me breaking my rule, stop, turn around, look at you, damn near as long as my neck doesn't break. Yeah. And it's like... You have to. Yeah, you know what? The gratification... And they, and they deserve that. They, they, In a sense, they do. Don't they want that? I think you girls know, like attention. You know, I think people in general you, like if attention. If you don't gawk at them too much and you don't necessarily make it a problem in their day, I do think a, a girl that knows she's that fine is going to have had a extra second stare every now and then. But Beauty if, doesn't last forever. They no, might as well get it while they get yeah, it. Yeah, but I think the occasional stare is okay. But I would definitely sense that, uh, you know, it is cool whenever you know that you, eights and nines are smoking hot all day, you never get your rule break, but somehow you tripled, like, the time you stared at this chick, stopped, pivoted, looked again, I mean, you checked out the front, the back, the ass. Well, what would you do if, like, oh. old women could start looking young again? Because Joe Rogan keeps talking about... This new therapy that's going to come out for sure. Dana White and him to talk about this I thing. would venture to guess... Where your collagen will go back to how it was when you're 17. You know, I would venture to guess some of these women that do receive this therapy that maybe didn't have children or stayed in really good shape are going to be 50 and look 30 years old. And They're going to look like even younger. They're going to look like how they were when they're like... Their skin. Yeah. The collagen reproduction centers that like make... You know, wrinkles and all the shit. Yeah, yeah. It'll go back to Man. producing, like, how it was the on day. 17, your optimal rate. So you just go, right. and they'll be looking like they have 17-year-old skin. Right. And no you know wrinkles what? and just, like, That would be good, but, man, I'll tell you what. You'd be hitting 50-year-olds. Oh, man. I look, would. There's already some 50-year-olds I'd hit now. Yeah, hit now, yeah. Uh, I definitely know I'd be hitting But, them. ladies, if this thing from Joe Rogan can do all that... The one area you always give your age, if you already don't know it, is those old lady hands give away every year of your life. They'll go away. If, it, if, if it's your entire body, I think. Depend, there's probably going to be different treatments. But you know how vascular those old women get in their hands? That would be... But a, it's that collagen breakdown. If, if they, they can figure it out. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll be the veins. Maybe you would have to grab the hands and look for the veins. Old lone hands are as vascular as like dudes that stare on his chest. Oh, if she's fine, I'd still dude, fuck. guess what? That hand could still give me a handy. I, I'm good. If you're smoking hot, still use that hand. Use them lips. You just want a handy from these old ladies? No, I want more than that most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> most of the time. A handy would make you happy sometimes? If I was on my way, yeah. Just a little quick and go. If I like a... I think handies are terrible. You know, unless they're done by yourself, they're usually not as good, man. Some of those... Exactly, like my handy is my a good hand job and a blow job in, like, the right quick environment's nice, you know. Maybe you're blow driving... Blowjob takes forever. It depends. I, li- I last a long time. Just all the takes know, forever. You know, that's what I think it comes down to mental power. If you know you're on a quickie and you know that 
you enjoy blowjobs. Yeah, I enjoy them. So, if a chick knows what she's doing and knows how long I can last, I'll just mentally in my mind go back to, you know, letting one go in like two, three minutes and be like, that was fucking great. That's awesome. And I usually do that in the midst of like, hey, always got to get that first note out of the way. Yeah. Blow me and I'm going to get out of the way. And then usually chicks I'm with, if they're good and they swallow you, <laughs> it gets you really ready to go. So by the time by the time she's already pulled back, turned around, you're hard and ready to go, or if she wants to get on top of it, it's all good. It's all good. But you know, I don't like when chicks are riding me from top. You know, I, I feel uncomfortable. Everyone has that. I personally have like different positions that I'm more comfortable. I prefer with the first. being over them, ab- on top of them, yeah, or. On the side of them. Yeah. I, it's but gotta be a me, I just don't, I, nah, I just don't really feel it, nah. You know, I do They think, don't know how to work it right. And no, uh, no, no, they, I mean, they probably do, but it's just uncomfortable for me. My dick just does not want to, like, work like that. You know, the one... And, like, even right now, I'm, like, rubbing my face because that's the feeling of the you, uncomfortableness. You know, the like one thing about a chick being on top of you is you literally gotta be, like, 90 to 100% as hard as you're going to be, usually, because you have to be stiff. Because of yeah. the motion, you can you could still have a real big wiener, but if if that if it can't curve inside of the way it goes, yeah, it, I mean, just, it just me, does, it doesn't work. Me personally, I like reverse cowgirl moves than I do cowgirl. Yeah, you these. fuck with that. Huh? You fuck with the reverse. Yeah, on top, I, they're on top of you. Yeah, but they're it's their backs, you not their titties. So. Right, yeah, so, so the angle's it, better. So you, and you fuck them more. Right, right, right. Like, okay, okay. So yeah. it's it's one of my uh, some chicks like to be on top because they. Got it so other ways. I don't know. It's just the exhilaration of getting a chick insatiable. I really think that's what you got to do. It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. So many chicks are into other shit. So you got to be your part and do your team player self and get yourself yeah, off. No, but at the same token, if you make that chick insatiable and play your part and doing That's pretty much where I call it. I don't want a girl on top. That's it. That, which is cool. Else. And you know what? Most people have like one or two things. Yeah. Mine is... If it just doesn't feel right, bro. Dude, my thing is if a chick even puts her finger beyond my yeah, ball it's sack... Yeah, it's not going to my ass. Nope, never. Nothing is in that. I damn near would knee you on action and be like, and, Yeah, and, and don't draw... Don't don't hurt me. Don't try to hurt me. Right. I don't I don't like getting hurt. Right. Or, like, or don't slap me. Yeah. You, yeah. See, you know, I, I tell you what, there's one I chick... I mean, getting slapped is okay. Yeah, a little biting, a, a little biting. You know, there. there's this one chick I had banged a few times, and maybe a lot she was more of like, <laughs> she was more like the submissive type, and like, uh, she enjoyed doing like positions and shit. Yeah. Sure enough, she got a boyfriend for like six months. I don't know what he did to her sexually or not. I don't think he did anything crazy. Is the problem? She broke up with him, and she was like, "Hey, come meet me at a, a bar. <laughs> we got a couple drinks. Man, we must have got home." She had, like, got into, like, some sexual alter ego of hers that I guess only comes out on, like, boyfriends that are submissive, but I'm, like, more of the domination or, or like, level type. And she must have tried to, like, first she, like, kind of playfully slapped him, like, okay, whatever, you know, haha, I was, like, sucking our titty. And then she, like, legit, in a sexual, like, way, but not, like, it felt good way, was like, wham! I'm like, Damn! I was like, in the face? In the face, like straight up. Holy shit! Enough to where like you cut. Yeah, she, blood. I, I cut like the, I didn't bleed like a lot, but like but you I, tasted blood. But I tasted a little blood. I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And like, did she say, "You know, you like it"? But the thing is, yes, I'm fucking her, and she's like insatiable. But she's in like this ultra aggressive state that I've never seen her. And the chick that I've talked to, because like you said, I don't really. People are in a different mindset when they fucking do. It was weird. No, and it was, she'd never been like this. I fucking finally, like, bust a nut, and she'd still kind of seem like some aggressive way, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, where all this aggression come from? I still was like, I was in my mind also trying to hit it, so I didn't, like, want to act like an asshole, even though I was mad. Yeah. So I was like, (laughs) nice. Nice, nice. So, like, in the, like, Hopes I could salvage this and still get a boner, and she'd calm down. I'm like, yeah. what the hell's wrong with you? You're a little extra aggressive. And of course, you know, you, I got like the, oh, I broke up with my boyfriend. I'm in my alter ego. And of course, uh, this chick's a very, uh, this chick's a very light skinned black chick that's like got a 
very normal name, but man, I swear she must result into like the stereotype. She thought she was Sasha Fierce. Dude, she she literally Beyonce. told me her alter ego, and this is called the Rashida. Oh, you told me this before. Damn. Yeah. So, but this is like the more in depth story of it. Yeah. But sure enough, I ended up like calming her down, finishing like a couple more rounds, and then like you know, I, I stay at her house. And the next morning, I was like, "Yo, now that we're like not in the heat of like sexual engagement or something like that." I what the fuck is cracking? I was like, you. "What the?" I was like, "What's the real scam?" I was like, "Why the f- how?" Did you think it was cool to slap the shit out of me? And whenever I fucked you hard, you like, I could tell it was such a rush for you because you came on the thought that like you slapped me and I fucked you hard back in a way that like was she it? needed it. She needed it, so I was like cool, but I was like, yo, if we're gonna like ever see each other again, you can't do that. But so I mean, when I got down, if to, she's fine, would you yeah. still do it? I might see her again. <laughs> no, no, definitely. No, I don't know. You know, I, she, she's definitely. Yeah, no, I would. No, I would. I'm gonna see her again, but she's got to be like on like that option, like number two. Is she cool normally? Is she she's, cool she's pretty cool, yeah, and she's not really. As long as she's not annoying. Dude, she, annoying is she, what's driving dude, she's me crazy. She's not annoying. She's got a normal, cool job. She's got her own place. Lives alone. I can see her, like... Uh, she sounds awesome. I can see her, like, twice a month. She smokes. She's, like, a pretty... She's awesome. She's got a lot of cool And she And she wants you to fuck her hard. That's fine. Most of the time, she's... And slap you every now and then. That was the first time, and I'm hoping it's not, because usually she's more of, like, the... I hope she slaps you more. Sober. She's... <laughs> I, I hope she goes back to, like, the fun-loving, like, just play with my clit, suck on my tit during foreplay chick. She wanted, like, like the hard foreplay, like the... Like a two finger ramming. Yeah, maybe that dude sort of turned around on that craziness. I mean, I asked her if that was normal. She's like, "No, this is whenever I become aggressive. I like need like." She was like, "You she said light skinned black chick. She sounds awesome, dude." She literally released like some like aggression and like sexual tension demons, and it just was probably like so overpowering that like the control of like me fucking her, but she being on top. And slapping me and getting like, because like I said, you gotta be like 90, 100% hard. So like, I was probably at peak performance myself. Yeah. So, she must have got like this initial rush of like eight seconds of like release of like, she hit me, so I had to release some endorphins. Like she had like this rush of endorphins and sexual like nature chemistry to just yeah. explode. So, and then she crashed out like 30 minutes after this, and this was like an hour and a half into sex. I just think it was like some sort of like pent up aggression and sexual like tension release and she woke up the next day like back to normal and I was like yeah one I mean she is a little crazy not like too crazy to where you don't want to see her but she definitely has like her own style like every chick has a little crazy yeah yeah but yeah. I tell you what she but woke her crazy up, sounds sort of cool yeah she woke up the next day and I was like normal conversation asked her I wanted to stay for breakfast for wanted to go obviously I was out the door at night because I didn't want to wait for breakfast I was just gonna get some breakfast on the way and come smoke and hang out with my dogs. I don't think I like to get beat now that I think about it. What up? I don't think I like to get hit now that I think about it. No. It probably just made me think of my mom immediately and I lose my boner and just sort of You know, that's the thing is, I'll be honest, I did lose a boner for like a good casual second, but it kind of, like I said, I tried to smooth that. Like, it depends how it's delivered. Yeah, see, this wasn't done out of like a... You could sort of tell in the It was a sexual way, but it was also just... Her, cause she still slapped the shit out of me, but it was like a, it was in a sexual way that was like, something that I, we had talked I don't about. know, I have no idea how to react to it, it might depend on who the chick is, and yeah, how she is, she's, she, if like, she's really sweet normally, she yeah, does it, I it, would be so like, I was a little taken back by taken it, taken back that I might actually like it, it was, I'll, I'll be honest, I still didn't necessarily like it, but I had enough composure to like, be like I handle still enjoy it. fucking you, and I handle it, and I like, I wanted Did to, you have to do something, like you had to like, like snap oh, to it like yeah. what am I doing right now? Are you gonna keep fucking Dude. or am I gonna leave? Yeah, well Yeah, it must have been just like some the, mental math there. Yeah, it worked out because it like I said it was quick because Yeah like dick, pussy, hair, slap, one, was, two, three. It was a weird situation because I've tw- never twenty five pumps so far. Zero cum shots for me. Because right. mm-hmm. I have girlfriends that like to do like especially when they're blown me, they like to like take control of, like, the blowjob, yeah. and it's like, go for it. This is, like, legitimately the first time a chick that ever in her, like, right mind slapped the shit out of me, and I was <laughs> like, 
shit. Not and this and since it was purely sexual and she was like I could tell she had like this pent up aggression already. I knew where it was coming from. It just yeah. wasn't it wasn't like I was just banging her doggy sign, she was taking it all like submissive and just turned around and was like, Wham, fuck you. She was clearly like enjoying herself like the tension of like a strong dude and like herself like like taking yeah, yeah, yeah. slight control back from each other and she must have just I must have fed into it just a little too much and she fucking enjoyed it. Oh, all right, all right, all right. She she enjoyed the shit I mean I had to get up and obviously shot she Swear all over my legs. Yeah, but in 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 the end of it all, it girls worked are out. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, I talked to her. You know, they do their own thing. Yeah, the crazy thing is, this was only like two weeks ago. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. That's fucking amazing. So That's the, actually that actually is the best fucking the best fucking ending to that. That was fucking amazing. You're like, and this happens. What are we about? Oh no, it's still recording. That's good. Yeah, an hour. So this will probably go. I'm making a long show and a short show. This one probably going to be a long yeah. one. I haven't launched so, anything yet. It's all just crazy shit. I'll mm-hmm. let you know when it's set, though. Oh, yeah. It'll be, it'll be a while. It'll be a while. Because there's like 20 shows plus. Yeah, you want to... I feel like... I had to make a bunch of shows. First. I feel like if you're trying to come up in the game, it's better to release a stream of enough media to get people to listen to you. And well, I have to have stuff backed up because... Dude... Just scheduling is crazy, you know. I'll be out and about a lot, going random yeah, places during, especially in the next few months when it's going to launch. So I need to have some saved up. Yeah, and you can like, and you know, have to have people. Yeah, that, I do have people, but sometimes it's all. Well, over and you gotta place, have so. enough like transparency between now and then towards revisited topics. Updated stuff, backlog stuff. We don't even we don't even revisit shit. No, not much editing unless someone says something dumb that has to take kicking. Well, no, I mean, I mean, over the course of all your shows, like revisiting topics, like say. Oh yeah, we we do that all the time. I mean, dude, we made so many shows. I'm sure of repeated stories and shit already. Because like, when you think about things, it's you start realizing like your thoughts are going a certain pattern. That's why I'm just like. Focusing on the shit that I have to do and trying to get into well, new stuff because I realize you have that to get into new stuff and well, you keep can, everything fresh. It's it's good to keep it fresh, but it's also good to have some of those main topics that are identifiable to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. I th- but the weirdest thing is like because there's so many random people that see one on one, and also I have some regulars that come on. It doesn't always go go like that. No. But a lot of it is pretty much you know we do talk a lot about. Um, Everything, dude. It's, there's no topic that's really out of bounds. A lot of sex shit. Of course, I had the not. first girl on yesterday. I was at her place. We were talking. That was pretty crazy because she was very honest. You know, which is good. Female honesty, especially in a sexual or uh, I mean, more in a sexual nature. There's nothing. Just more relationship and stuff. Relationship like, stuff. Just like nature. we missed like probably like ten or twenty, 20 fifteen minutes of good stuff before we started recording. The same shit with her. Oh yeah. Because but I was like, don't even worry about repeating it. Just let's just keep talking because we're so on the roll. The great part about it is, is sometimes those five ten minutes that you do miss are the catalyst for the entire I, conversation. So. I got, I got. Oh my bad. Me so so it's, it's sometimes nice that you maybe do miss the first five or ten minutes. Yeah, that's whatever. Because this it's like sprouting of like a whole. Turn new conversation yeah. so it sort of almost sets the mood it does set the mood and then by the time you do start recording it's not a alright start I've already yeah, been talking yeah, yeah. so it's no. like I'm just continuing all of it starts in the middle of a conversation pretty much which in is, the beginning but, one I was which, like trying to come up with the intro which, every now and then I'll say something which is weird. good because yeah you can be that show that if you start out from like a uh, no this is real shit well I know that but I'm just saying as far as like a if you were to just start the conversation from a Record go standpoint or yeah. all right hey you know we sit down talk for a few minutes and then get going. This this is what I realized that pretty much most of the shows are going to start instead of me saying like welcome to the psycho show or whatever because that's what it's called um, because it's just completely random right. Uh, but we get we get to stuff we sort of preach you know we live and oh, we sure. preach the show. Why are you bleeding? Oh damn! Is Diesel him getting a fight? Holy shit! Is he alright? Did he just bump his head? I completely forgot what the fuck I was saying. 
Yeah, I completely forgot what the fuck I was saying right now. <laughs> when you see blood, you forget shit. Yeah, well, I mean... Do you remember what the fuck I was saying? Yeah, we were talking about, uh... Talking about there. Something about the show. This, oh, this oh you, yeah, show. That, that's all we did. You just informed me and like what the show was called, the Psycho yeah, Show, yeah, and yeah. how it's, it's just a random, random format, and that there's really no topic in general that's off. Oh yeah, I was gonna tell you what the intro is now. I just realized the intro just the other day is literally this. I'm like, yo, yo, it's recording. <laughs> that's literally how I Because <laughs> <laughs> usually I'm just like hitting like because we have a long form. One where we do videos, sometimes we set up random, it's pretty much like a mobile studio, right? But this is going to be one of the long form ones because we shoot for like an hour and a half, but I figure if it's over an hour, it might as well be one of the long ones. Because the, short, one, some, the, short, the short ones, some of them are 10 minutes. But, uh, well, I'm saying like that it's going to be two different shows. One is a psycho show, another one's a psycho short show, and everything has a silent key in front of it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Just to get the format. I mean, there's certain topics or like certain updates. Like obviously, if you're trying to, I'll, make a show, I'll play you one, dude. I got some of the shit on the phone right now. I mean, if you have anything else to say or you want to plug, yo, I was, I'm gonna have to come up with a nickname for you. You want to be the Filipino guy? That works. Yeah. yeah? All right, Filipino That's guy. That's not really a Filipino guy, but I can pass. The fo- really. the faux Filipino. Right. Which one do you want to be? Whichever. The Filipino guy, aka uh, faux Filipino. Right. <laughs> Everyone's getting nicknames. So many people are going by it. Oh yeah. They say the girl, her name is Kadisha Johnson. I'm the faux eating Filipino. A faux eating Filipino guy. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that whatever Filipino guy. All right, all right. Thank you, everyone. Peace.